1: A day podcast.
2: What's up, friends? Welcome back to the Pack a Day Podcast. I'm your host, Andy Herman. You can follow me on Twitter at Andy Herman NFL. Appreciate you joining me today. Have, I think, what I think is going to be a really, really fun episode that I'm really excited to go over. Uh, For those of you who are watching on YouTube, uh, it may be a little bit more reading and looking at some of the statistics I put together just because there's a ton to go over and a ton of data. Uh, But if you're listening on the audio, hopefully you won't be able to tell anything different, but either way, whether you're on YouTube or the audio version, appreciate you being here. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. Before we get to my main topic, which is going to be really kind of a deep dive into how Green Bay scored touchdowns a season ago and how the losses of potentially MVS and Devontae Adams could sort of affect that production and those touchdowns in 2022, I did want to quickly go over uh, some remarks from Kirk Benkert. He had the opportunity to speak on his Twitch channel and he talked a little bit about Brian Gutekunst and him getting released. And I know in some of the comments in the video that I did about Kurt and getting released, there were some disparaging remarks towards Brian Gutekunst for making this move. I know there were some on Twitter as well. Uh, but I thought it was really important to, to read the, the comments that Kirk Benkert made because uh, I think it definitely does put it in a very different light. And he said, quote, I want you guys to know the way that he did it and went about it mad respect for him and for the window that he cut me in to give me an opportunity to actually go somewhere and compete for another job to make the 53, knowing that there was no chance for me to make the 53 here, respect the bleep out of that. So if you think there was any hard feelings from Kirk Benkert and the decision here and how Brian Gudekinst went about the release and went about that entire process and operation, Kirk Bankert, the guy who actually was released and relieved of his duties as quarterback of you know one of the quarterbacks of the Green Bay Packers, had nothing but mad respect for Brian Gutekunst. So again, this is it, it, there have been times clearly through the Aaron Rodgers saga and other situations where maybe Green Bay uh, I think their bedside manner uh, lacked a little bit and how maybe they handled some of these situations from time to time. That certainly seems to not be the case anymore. And more often than not, the, the stories that come out afterwards are that Green Bay handled their business the way that they were supposed to. As I mentioned the other day, these are never easy decisions. And the fact that Brian Gutekunst you know felt you know, and the coaching staff felt convicted that this was the right move to make, even though it was going to be unpopular with a, you know a fairly large subset of the fan base, you know, I, I think it just goes to show that they have a belief in what they're looking for and they're going to make the choices that they think are best for 1265, regardless of what fans think. And uh, again, that's not easy, but even Kirk Benkert had nothing but respect for how the Packers and Brian Gutekunst handled this entire situation. So, wanted to touch base on that quickly, but let's jump right into my main topic for today, which is a deep dive into the Packers' 55 total touchdowns from 2021, that includes the regular season and their one touchdown against the 49ers. That game is just so frustrating. I was looking at that again and I'm not gonna talk about it now, but anyway, 55 total touchdowns, 53 on offense, two on defense, none on special teams. Again, that is regular season and playoffs. The first thing I wanted to look at is, all right, for all of those 55 touchdowns, how many of those are actually coming back as of right now in 2022? Well, all 39 passing touchdowns are coming back. 37 from Rodgers, two from Jordan Love. So 39 out of 39 of the passing touchdowns are returning in 2022, at least as of this point. 14 of the 14 rushing touchdowns are returning in 2022. AJ Dillon had six, Aaron Jones had four, Aaron Rodgers had three, and then Patrick Taylor had one. So 14 of the 14 rushing touchdowns as of right now are still on the roster. 25 of the 39 receiving touchdowns are still on the roster. Devontae Adams with his 11 are gone. Alan Lazard had eight. Aaron Jones had six. Randall Cobb had five. MVS only with three. He's clearly gone. Josiah Deguara with two. Robert Tunyon with two, and A.J. Dillon with two. So 25 of the 39 are gone. The only 14 that are missing are again from Adams with 11 and MVS with three and the two defensive touchdowns, both were Razul Douglas and he is back as well. So all of the passing touchdowns return, all of the rushing touchdowns return, all of the defense touchdowns return, all of the special teams touchdowns return, because there were none of them for, I don't even know how many decades now it feels like, Uh, but receiving is a big one, right? The majority of those, Lazard, Jones... Cobb, Deguara, Tunyon, dylan all returning, six of the eight players who had receiving touchdowns, but clearly a big gap from uh, from Devontae Adams with 11, as well as MVS with three that they will have to sort of come back from in some capacity, or at least replace those touchdowns in some capacity. The biggest thing that I wanted to go over here, the biggest takeaway in this was the grind that it took Green Bay a season ago even with Devontae Adams and MVS on the roster. I just want to run through this. This is maybe not the best podcast slash videocast material here, but I want to run through this really quickly. These were the 55 touchdowns or more importantly, the 53 offensive touchdown drives for the Packers a season ago. Listen to how many of these were long excruciating drives at times. All right. 11 plays 75 yards, 10 plays 56 yards, 8 plays 87 yards, 11 plays 75 yards, 5 plays 23 yards, so that one's nice, 7 for 80, 9 for 87, 10 for 86, 13 for 64, 4 for 23, 4 for 40, 7 for 75, 9 for 81, 12 for 80, 10 for 90, 7 for 75, 13 for 75, 9 for 72, you got a 3 for 27 in there, 14 for 75, then five plays 14 yards, 12 plays 91 yards, 10 for 53, 11 for 62, 10 for 80, nine for 74, seven for 75, 12 for 94. Then you get a one play, but it's still a one play 75 yard drive. Then a three for six, six plays 89 yards, 13 plays 75 yards. Then the pick six for Douglas, the 33 yarder. 11 plays 75 yards, then another pick six for Rizul. four plays 75 yards, nine plays 75 yards, then one play 23, 13 for 71, 8 for 84, 11 for 77, 13 for 80, 11 for 88, then you get a five for 53, 10 for 78, 9 for 49, 6 for 66, 6 for 64, 7 for 37, 11 for 70, 13 for 74, 7 for 75, 12 for 57, 4 for 75, 10 for 69. Those are long drives over and over and over and over. And to give you a little bit more you know, concrete numbers on that, because again, I know that just me reading a bunch of drives to you may not mean, mean a ton. I get 53 offensive touchdowns, right? 39 Of the 53 were at least seven play drives. 39 of 53, that's 73.5% of the Packers touchdown drives on offense were seven plus plays. 31 of 53, which is 58.5%, were nine plays or more. So again, excruciating long drives where you have to be relatively perfect to get all the way down the field and score these touchdowns. Only seven of the 53 were four plays or less, only 13.2%. And then again, you had the two pick six defensive touchdowns, uh, which aided in a little bit more explosivity. But overall, offensively, these were grinded out drives. Another way of looking at this, of how many were 70 yards or more, 35 of the 53 touchdown drives on offense were 70 yards or more. That's 66%. Two out of every three touchdown drives a season ago were 70 yards or more. 14 of 53, over 25%, were 80 yards or more. And 40 of 53, 75%, or three of every four touchdown drives, was 60 yards or more. So these are, again, very long, very painful drives that you have to be perfect, not commit mistakes, not have penalties. Not have interceptions or fumbles, etc. It it takes it out of you. There's going to be, um, it's, it's a grind. It's a bit, the best way to put it is it's a grind. And Green Bay's offense last year was really a grind at times. Meanwhile, only 14, excuse me, nine of the 53 were drives that were less than 50 yards. So 17%, nine out of 53 were less than 50 yards. That's crazy. Only nine touchdown drives for the Packers a season ago. So what? One every two games. One touchdown drive every two games was less than 50 yards where they got good field position and were able to capitalize and score a touchdown on it. That is crazy. That is absolutely crazy. So only 17%. Then I wanted to look at, you know, again, as we start looking at the grind of these drives, what were the biggest plays on the scoring drive so let's say like the, the touchdown may have been a one yard run by AJ Dillon, right? But maybe there was like a 40 plus yarder from Rogers to MVS that set the entire thing up, right? Well, he, here were the, the biggest play breakdowns. So 46 out of 53 of the drives, 86.8% had the biggest play was under 40 yards, meaning there was not a huge explosive 40 plus yard play. There was a 40-plus yard play on seven out of 53, so 13.2%. There was a 50-plus yard play on only four touchdown drives, so 7.5%, and a 60-plus yard play on only two touchdown drives, only 3.8%. So 86.8% of the time, the biggest play on any of the touchdown drives was 39 yards or less, under 40 yards. So again, it just goes to show you that Green Bay was not getting these big explosive plays with any level of consistency. So the next thing I wanted to look at of, of those big plays, right? You know, we just look at, there was, on every drive, 53 drives, 53 touchdown drives, somebody made the biggest play on those drives, right? So here's how um, here's how that broke down. 14 were Devontae Adams eight were Alan Lazard, six for Robert Tunyon, five for Aaron Jones, five for MVS, five for AJ Dillon, three for Josiah Deguara, two for EQ, one for Randall Cobb, one from Aaron Rodgers, one for Tyler Davis, one for Juwan Winfrey, and one was a non-pass interference defensive penalty, like a rough, I think it was a unnecessary conduct or roughing the pass or something like that, right? So, Those were the biggest play or the the, the players, etc., who had the biggest plays on any of the given drives. So again, there had to be in this case 52 because one of them was a Seahawks defensive penalty. There were 52 plays that were the biggest on any given drive. Adams had by far the most of those with 14. Then again, Lazard with eight, Tunyon with six, Aaron Jones with five, MBS with five, AJ Dillon with five, everyone else was three or less. So of those 52. Of the biggest plays on the touchdown scoring drive, 31 out of 52 are returning, but Adams had 14, he's gone. MVS had five, he's gone. And EQ had two, he's gone. So they're going to have to re, you know, replace 21 out of 52 of their biggest plays on their touchdown drives from a season ago. All right, let's look at this from a, a different way, right? So let's look at this from a run pass standpoint. Again, as we're looking at these big plays. Of the 53 biggest plays on their touchdown drives, and I just want to be very, very clear here because I I feel like I didn't explain this the best. But so if there's a, let's just say the first drive, right, may have been 10 plays, 80 yards. The biggest play on that drive might've been 16 yards. But that would have been the biggest play from that drive. On the next one, it may have been a 75-yard touchdown to MBS. The biggest play was clearly the 75-yarder. So if you look at each of those drives individually, who had the biggest play, that was what I just did. But if you look at it from a run pass standpoint, and clearly here you're expecting more passes, right? You're, you're going to expect that your biggest, most explosive plays were passing plays, but only four of the 53 biggest plays on their touchdown drives were runs. A.J. Dillon had a 25-yard run. Aaron Jones had a 28-yard run. A.J. Dillon had a 12-yard run. And Aaron Rodgers had an 18-yard scramble, meaning only three of the 53 were actually called runs. One of them was a scramble by Rodgers. So they failed to get much you know, explosivity out of their running game in these touchdown drives. So that's something that they're definitely going to need to work on. Although the good news here is that Dylan Jones, Rogers all returning, and they were the ones that had those big explosive run plays.
0: We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed.
2: So now I wanted to take a look at those 40 plus yard plays. So Green Bay had only seven 40 plus yard plays in their 53 touchdown drives. Only only seven. Devontae Adams had three of those, a 50 yarder, a 41 yarder, and a 43 yarder. MVS had two of those, a 47 yarder and a 75 yarder. A.J. Dillon had won a 50-yarder, and Josiah DeGuara had won a 62-yarder, which means that for their 40-plus yard plays, only two players that had those from a season ago are returning, Josiah Deguara and A.J. Dillon, which if we're being honest, I don't think are players you can count on to have consistent explosive plays. No offense to A.J. Dillon or Josiah Deguara. I just don't think either are going to be huge 40 plus yard play performers, meaning that Adams three and MVS's two are likely going to be sorely missed and they're going to need somebody to pick up the pace in their stead. Let's take a little bit more look at the run pass differential here. On their 53 offensive touchdown drives, 37 of the 53 had more pass plays. So 69.8% of their touchdown drives had more pass plays than run plays. Only 22.6% had more run plays than pass plays. So again, pass was king here. Only four of the 53 drives had even amounts of run pass. So for all of you like Green Bay's gotta stay balanced, Green Bay's gotta stay balanced, this would tell you, no, on their 53 touchdown drives, they passed more on 37 of those. And they only ran more on 12, and they only had an even pass run split on four of the 53 drives. And you might be like, well, okay, but what about like if they had one more pass or one more run? All right, well, 15 of the 53 had drives that were at least within one run or pass within each other. So only 28.3% what I consider like very balanced, right? The majority, about 71.7%, had you know either favored the run or favored the pass and were not exactly staying balanced. So while I still think it's important to stay balanced within a game, on any given drive, the, the Packers had more success on their touchdown drives when they had more pass plays. 69.8% of their touchdown drives were favoring the pass. The next statistic is very unscientific. And I just sort of am making it up here, but I tried to track it as best as I can. There's no perfect way to track this either, but I wanted to go over, all right, on these 53 offensive drives that scored touchdowns, who was the key weapon on these drives? And in some, it wasn't perfect. On on a lot of drives, they were just spreading the ball around. So I didn't credit anyone on those drives where there wasn't a clear, uh, you know, heads, you know you know, somebody that was in front and clearly had, you know, more touches, more yards, etc. In other drives, it was a little bit tough because maybe there was a player who had like one catch for 40 yards. And then like AJ Dillon had like five carries for 38 yards. Do you want to give it to the guy who had the 40 yarder? do you want to give it to the guy who had five touches for 38? And that's a situation I usually gave it to the guy with like five for 38, but very unscientific here. But 12 of the 53 drives, I charted AJ Dillon as the key weapon more than anyone else, which, it, you know, goes to show they may need to like, especially with Adams that was special with MVS gone, like they may need to lean on AJ Dillon more. 12 of the 53, I charted him as the key weapon more than Aaron Jones, more than Devonte Adams, more than MVS, more than Alan Lazard, more than Randall Cobb, more than anyone A.J. Dillon was the key weapon. Now, this doesn't include Aaron Rodgers, who's obviously always the key weapon. He's the MVP of the league, but I'm talking wide receiver, tight end, running back here, right? So 12 of the 53, I charted A.J. Dillon as the key weapon. 10 of the 53 was Aaron Jones and 10 of 53 was Devontae Adams. So while it didn't necessarily, you know, behoove Green Bay to be balanced and while it actually showed that passing was better, Involving Dylan and Jones, whether that be through the running game or through the passing game, proved to be very beneficial. 22 of the 53 drives, they were the key weapon on those drives. So it definitely was beneficial when they were featuring the running backs. Patrick Taylor had one as well, uh, where he was the key person on the drive, uh, on the touchdown drive. So 23 out of 53 were the running backs. 10 were Devonte Adams, three were Alan Lazard, two were Josiah DeGuara, one was MBS, as I mentioned, one was Patrick Taylor, and then the rest were just basically spreading the ball around or there just wasn't a key player. But I thought it was very interesting that on 22 of those drives, and really the, the two biggest um, you know, key weapons on those touchdown drives were AJ Dillon and Aaron Jones, and then Devontae Adams right up there as well. So, Devontae Adams with 10 gone, MVS with one gone. So, 11 of those are going to have to be replaced. But I thought one of the really telling things here is I would have expected MVS to be a lot higher based on how frequent they were to get him the ball just goes to show that, yes, on 10 of those 53 drives, which is basically, you know, what, one out of five, basically 20%, you know, Devontae Adams was the key player, but they still found ways to score on 43 other drives where Devontae Adams wasn't the key guy on that drive. So it's not like they have to replace a ton here. They just have to figure out a way to be continue to be, when I say balanced, I don't mean run pass. I mean, just spreading the ball around and getting guys involved and able to make plays. And I think, I think Matt LaFleur and Aaron Rodgers are going to be able to do that. All right. Next, I wanted to look at what I considered aided drive. So meaning the, the Packers offense was aided in some capacity by the defense or the special teams, right? So I, I charted 12 out of 55 where the, the, the Packers defense or special teams chipped in in some capacity, including two pick sixes, which were direct touchdowns two returns. Kylan Hill had like a 40-yard kick return, and then David Moore had like a 20-yard punt return with a 15-yard unnecessary roughness or something, some 15-yard penalty after the fact that helped set up the offense. So two special teams plays set up uh, these offensive touchdown drives, two pick sixes, five fumble recoveries, and three interceptions. So they did get some you know, help on 12 of the 55 drives, a couple of those interceptions still, you know, the offense still needed to go like 50 plus yards and things like that. But overall, I considered that 12 out of 55 of their touchdown overall touchdowns were aided by defense or special teams in some capacity. So something I definitely think can be um, improved upon a little bit, but uh, it just goes to show that when Green Bay was able to get those, they were able to get a little bit better field position and were able to take advantage of those. All right, next wanted to take a look at the actual scoring play itself. On 31 of the 53 offensive touchdown drives, the actual scoring play was nine yards or less. So 58.5% of the time and 42 out of 53 times, 79.2% of the times they were 19 yards or less, which means that for, uh, 79% of the time. Green Bay's final scoring play was within the red zone. They weren't scoring a ton outside of the red zone on on the actual scoring play itself. And actually, only three out of 53 touchdowns, the actual touchdowns themselves, only three of the 53 were 30 yards or more on offense which once again, goes to show you that they just lack some explosivity and they need to find a way to generate more big plays, which is likely going to come from play action, which means they need to run the ball more, which means their offensive line needs to create more holes and generate bigger plays as well as hold up on those play action plays. So Aaron Rodgers and the receiver have enough time for that play to develop. It's all gonna go hand in hand. But the other thing I wanted to mention here is that Green Bay had five basically big touchdowns this past season. The two pick sixes, which we mentioned already. So Razul Douglas with a 33-yard pick six, Razul Douglas with a 55-yard pick six, and then Aaron Rodgers to MVS for 75 yards, Aaron Rodgers to Devontae Adams for 38 yards, and Jordan Love to Josiah DeGuara for 62 yards. You can make a strong argument that none of these connections will score touchdowns in 2022. We're not going to see Rodgers to MVS. That's impossible. We're not going to see Rodgers to Adams. That's impossible. We could theoretically see love to DeGuara, but I think everyone's hoping that we don't have to see love to DeGuara, that Aaron Rodgers stays healthy through the entirety of the season. So the most likely player who had a 30-plus yard touchdown a season ago that could repeat this year would be, you know, in in an actual, it was Razul Douglas with the two pick sixes and the odds that, you know, he continues to get pick sixes of 30 plus yards or more, probably not the greatest, you know, probability overall. So they're going to have to find new ways and new connections to get big touchdowns. So those were all of my key statistics that I wanted to go over. Now I'll talk to you a little bit more directly as to what were my key takeaways from this entire study. The first is that, Packers the, the Packers are returning all but 14 receiving touchdowns. So a couple things here. When I looked at the overall touchdowns, I was probably expecting a little bit worse. Again, all the passing touchdowns back, all the rushing touchdowns back, all the defensive touchdowns back, and 25 of the 39 receiving touchdowns were back. But I think it's fair to say that a they are still going to have to very much account for the MVS and DeVonte Adams departure. That was 14 receiving touchdowns between the two. And maybe more importantly, is just you would have expected in some capacity, especially Devontae Adams, to take so much of the coverage and the attention that it would have made things easier for everyone else, right? So with no Devontae Adams and with no key guy, yes, you could have Rodgers trying to spread the ball around a bit more, which I think will clearly happen. But the defense doesn't have to just you know hone in on and focus on one guy. If anything, they're going to probably focus on stopping the run, probably put an extra guy in the box because they may not have the, unless Christian Watson or Romeo Dobbs develops quickly, Green Bay is going to have to show that they can throw deep and have a deep threat. If you've got Sammy Watkins, Randall Cobb, Alan Lazard on the field, yes, Lazard had some big plays, but overall you're saying, I'm going to take my chances with that. I think I can keep one safety really deep, cut off any real explosive plays, limit you limit the big plays overall with just my corners matching up against your wide receivers. I'm going to stop your run, which in turn is going to stop your play-action game. It's going to set up third and longs. I think as a defensive coordinator that that's a recipe for success. So yes, I think that Green Bay has the capacity to you know fill in those 14 touchdowns, but everyone else's touchdowns were probably easier because you had a Devontae Adams on offense taking so much of the attention. So that's going to be something to keep an eye on. Clearly, as we went over in great detail, the Packers are going to need to find a way to create more explosive plays and set up the team with shorter fields. 73.5% of the drives were seven plays or more. 66% of the drives, touchdown drives were 70 yards or more. 86.8% of the scoring drives, the biggest plays were under 40 yards. And three times all season was there an offensive scoring play of 30 yards or more. They just need to be more explosive. They need to figure out a way to get those big plays down the field. And that probably starts with running the ball, getting the safeties up more, setting up play action and hitting those deep balls down the field. Rogers needs to be better at the deep ball. They're going to need something out of Watson and Dobbs. Like They're just going to have to figure things out because otherwise, like again, the grind was real a season ago. I don't know if Green Bay can put up another 50 plus touchdowns having to grind that much with no Devontae Adams, etc. So That is going to be something to keep an eye on. As mentioned, Green Bay is going to have to replace their playmakers. Adams and MBS had five of the seven 40-plus yards explosive uh, plays on scoring drives. Adams and MBS had two of the three 30-plus yard explosive touchdowns. And Adams, MBS, and EQ had 40% of the biggest plays on any scoring drive. So there are some real Losses when it came to explosive plays by the Packers losing Adams MBS and to a lesser extent EQ. So, once again, as we talked about, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and just this offense in general is going to have to figure out a way to replace those playmakers and still create big explosive plays. And then, last but not least, Green Bay doesn't need to stay balanced. So, I know that I think overall, clearly, Green Bay would love to stay balanced. And maybe this year it's more important with no Devontae, no MVS, etc. But the statistics, at least last year, showed, hey, Green Bay can just throw the ball a lot, and that might be their, you know, actually their best path to scoring touchdowns, which when the MVP is your starting quarterback, that seems to maybe make a little bit of sense. That is going to do it for me today. Hope you enjoyed this deep dive and study into how the Packers score touchdowns from a season ago. We'll be right back here tomorrow with an all-new episode, but until next time, and as always, go Packo.
1: mypatriotsupply.com